driver, we can take it back to 88. Oh, so. 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, Trying to bag, cause you traveling, walking on the court with the ball. My car, you dissolve everything that resolves. All the dirt that you couldn't stand, can't stand by yourself without a man. Well, then, guess there's been a change of plan. Barcode on the hard to get, baby, I can stand. And I gotta have you like that blaze on the fan. Slow motion like that blaze, I'm a fan. Cause it's funny, I saw you under blue. <laughs> like a Navy SEAL, you were saying you leaving, but you say for real. And I was born. In 95, but we can take it back to 88, huh? 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, uh. I was born in 95, but we can take it back to 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, Listen to a little Lauren Hill come again. When, when, come again. <laughs> Since you've been chilling with your friends, you can knock them out the park, girl. Gotta play the fence. And now you like, whoa, whoa, what you doing? Are we moving too fast? I heard that if you start off first, it's worth for the work because you get to make it last. And that's my tactic to make it fantastic. But don't get frantic if I say stop. So <laughs> we can start from the top, start from the top. We can start from the top, start from the top. Welcome to another Live by Terrence show. I am T-Rex. This is another Sunday night, 8 p.m. show. Definitely want to thank God for being here again. That was Raps Well with 88. He was on almost a month ago with Young Johnny. He's definitely moving up in the scenes around here. Hopefully you'll be able to hear him somewhere on the national radio. But coming up, we have... Scott Smith, he'll be calling in momentarily. Uh, we'll be talking football, of course. Uh, War Eagle. I'm so happy that my boys was able to pull it out. Uh, they won 20-14 to against Kansas State. It was a very tough game over there in Manhattan, Kansas, the Little Apple. They found some way to win. You know, Nick Marshall, he he, uh, he played a, a very outstanding game. Uh, we had, we made they Well, they made some mistakes and uh, dropped balls and Offense wasn't moving like they normally would, but the defense has 
vastly improved over the last season. Um, now they have a, a top 25 defense, so definitely want to salute them. I want to salute everybody that we met at the BET weekend yesterday uh, for the taping of the BET Hip Hop Awards. Uh, that will be coming on sometime next month, in the month of October. Uh, we traveled to Atlanta yesterday and we went to the producers and DJs luncheon uh, at Vibe Restaurant, downtown Atlanta. Uh, definitely want to thank Alicia Carter for allowing us to be there. Uh, we met some, some well, I'm telling you, so many legends there. It was just great to be among them. It was such an inspiration to be there, to fellowship with everybody, and, of course, eat some good food, which <laughs> we didn't get to eat of the food. We ended up eating some cherry cobbler. But you can't go anywhere when they mention buffets. People will go flock to it, and before you know it, there was nothing left. But we did eat some cherry cobbler. So whoever made that cherry cobbler, thank you so much. <laughs> but it was it was a very very long very long day. Uh, we ended up checking out Rich Homie Quan and Jacquees. Uh They did a performance at Club Obsessions in Atlanta last night, and man, we didn't we didn't get in until probably about five this morning. So the staff girlfriend, we definitely feeling it. <laughs> we feeling it. It's, it's all right, though, but we're going to keep the energy, energy level going, and we're going to bring in my fellow weekly contributor, Notre Dame fan, Chicago Bears fan, and he's also the head of the Streetlight Productions. Uh, if you have uh, parents, if you have any kids that's in high school that's, that's looking uh, to be recruited by uh, any college in the NCAA or NAIA, JUCO, he's definitely the guy. To seek out, he's the Jerry Maguire of, of high school recruiting. We're going to welcome Scott Smith to the show. How you doing tonight, sir? Oh man, I couldn't be better, Terrence. How are you doing? Oh, doing wonderful. Doing wonderful. What thing I want to say is War Eagle. Even though I know you're not going to say it back to me. <laughs> oh goodness, sir. Goodness, it was a hey, it was a heck of a battle the other night. I I got to give it to you. A win's a win. <laughs> I was kind of scared though, cause last year. If a team would would have taken away the running game, we would probably easily lost. But I think Nick Marshall has improved on his passing, and I was kind of disappointed that we we got these stud receivers and they was dropping passes throughout the night. Well, you know, uh, sometimes sometimes when you when you get when you get receivers that are six three, six four, two twenty, and run four fours, their hands can be like I don't found out with Julio Jones, the case of their hands can go poof. <laughs> you know, it's just one of those deals where everybody has a weakness. And I think, you know, Sammy Coates, I actually know Sammy pretty well. Sammy's a great a great guy and a great receiver. His weakness, if anything, would be his hands. And uh, it looks like the same thing with uh, Duke on the other side. Now, one of the upsets I would like to talk about is the Mississippi State game, man. I mean, oh, Nobody didn't expect that to happen. Mississippi State defeated LSU in Death Valley, thirty-four to twenty-nine. What's your take on that? Okay, I'll say this. My take on that is, and I've been kind of hard on anybody that knows me knows I'm kind of hard on Mississippi State typically because they they always get a lot of hype and they rarely deserve it. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a good win. I mean, if you go into Death Valley, that is a very good win. With that said, let me let me let me pump the brakes a little bit on them. LSU, I watched Wisconsin. He did me the teeth for three quarters and we had a 24-7 lead. Wisconsin's a pretty good team. But Wisconsin, make no mistake, throw that game for three out of four quarters. If it was a boxing right. match, LSU would have lost. Uh-huh. Um, 
And same thing uh, the, the other night. There's no top ten team in the country. You're truly a top ten team. You will never be at home and down by three touchdowns at home. It's just not going to happen. So, with that said, I think LSU is a top 25 team, and I think Mississippi State had a good win over a top 25 team at their place. That's a very good win. And I think their quarterback, Dak Prescott, looked really good. I was impressed with the physicality of Mississippi State. But uh, I don't know if necessarily if LSU, and I said this last week about Notre Dame, I don't know if Notre Dame's a top-10 team. I didn't. I don't know if Ole Miss is a top-10 team. I don't think LSU was. I mean, if you're down by three touchdowns at home on your own field on a night game, um, I, I'm not, I question you. I question whether you're as good as you're right. Now, with that being said, do you validate Mississippi State being in the top 15 now, even though? Yeah, I, 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 actually, I, think, I, think, I think they should jump up between 10 and 15. I do think that's a good – because even if that's a – you know, even if let's say LSU is the 20th best team in the country, if that's the case, that's still a very good win. That's a very good win. You know, even if they weren't legitimately number eight, if I'm right about that. Uh, I think Mississippi State still had a good win. They deserve to be in the top 15, absolutely. Okay. Let's talk about your boys. Uh, how, how's Notre Dame doing? Uh, my boys were off this week. You know, I, it was it was it was kind of a um, it was a it was a lackadaisical Saturday for me because normally I get to watch <laughs> Notre Dame pull from my Irish and then I get to get pull against Auburn. Well, since Auburn played Thursday night and and my Irish were off, I I didn't really know what to do with myself Saturday. <laughs> so, but I tell you, I did I did watch quite a bit of football, basically from dusk to dawn, like I always do. I watched. Uh, I watched a very good game in Georgia Tech and Virginia Tech. Um, I believe that's two of the top 25 teams in the country. Both of them played really well. Now, Virginia Tech's not ranked in the top 25. They've lost two in a row now. Um, but they lost to East Carolina, who's very good, and Georgia Tech, who's Tech's uh, sneaky. Tech is sneaky. You, you have to spend that triple option, and they had a good win at, at Blacksburg. Then I watched the uh, I watched Florida, Alabama, and I'm going to say this. Uh, that game was twenty-one to twenty-one, and I looked at one of my brothers and told him, "I said, you know, the total yardage, the to, total yardage tells the tale. The total yardage when it right. was tied up was about four hundred and fifty to one hundred and fifty. That was a beatdown, is what that was. <laughs> so it was just a matter of time before it got out of hand. <laughs> um, and then I watched uh, a, a Saturday after that. I watched Mississippi State LSU, and I followed it up and watched quite a bit uh, of uh, of Oregon Washington State. Washington State give Oregon a battle. And uh, that's oh, yeah. probably a lot of people on the, a lot of people on our side of the country probably passed out and didn't catch that. But Oregon, uh, Oregon struggling, and it goes to show you just like with Auburn, it's tough to win on the road. I mean, anyway, I mean, even especially when you play a decent team like you guys played a solid Kansas State, and then uh, Oregon played a solid Washington State. That's that's not a hey, you can't go on the road and just and just walk through those type of teams. Those are bold teams. Kansas State's obviously better than Washington State, but both of them are easy. I mean, both of them are tough 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 games to uh, to come through. Oh yes, indeed. Uh, I, I know Alabama was probably on edge after, of course, hounding the Auburn fan base about their struggles against Kansas State, and then at least the first two and a half quarters, how they was tied up with Florida before they was able to pull away. Uh, what, what's your thoughts about Blake Sims with that big performance he had? He had over 400 yards passing and four TDs. And now, so that, that's you know, I'll tell you, Terrence, I'll tell you, man, uh, typically quarterback's position, um, I, I've always studied it. I played it in high school. I've always studied it a lot. Quarterback's position, typically, you don't see drastic improvements over the course of six months. It's something you generally, you gradually progress. Uh, the kid I saw in the spring game and the player I saw Saturday in Florida is two different players. Now, with that being said, 
Do I think that he still, you know, do I think he's necessarily a Heisman contender? I think that people are rushing it a little bit. I think he is really playing well, though. you got to tip your hat to the kid. He looks comfortable. I mean, he looks like he knows the system. Everything is just, it's one, two, three. There's no thinking. He's letting it go. He, he's going through his progressions properly. And I'll tell you one thing I like about him. Similar, He's similar mm-hmm. to my quarterback at Notre Dame, Everett Dolson. He can run, but he looks to throw first. And I'm, I'm one that believes quarterbacks that look to throw first are good for their system because their teammates know what's going on. When you take a guy that takes off and runs before, you know, he really goes through his progressions, that can decimate a team because the other ten, the other ten guys don't know what he's doing. You, you want it, you want a guy that that'll run when he when he has to, but but doesn't necessarily look to do it all the time. Now, I know you watched the Florida State game, and I wanted Florida State to lose that game. They barely squeaked by, twenty-three to seventeen, and that's probably because of Jameis Winston's suspension, so he didn't get to play. So Sean McGuire. Uh, was actually the starting quarterback for that game. Um, what is your take take on that? Well, uh, you know, I'll be honest with you, Terrence. We played in a couple of weeks, and that's going to be a tough game. Anybody looking for Florida State not making playoffs, they'll be pulling for the Irish because that's the last game they can lose this year. <laughs> uh, they don't play anybody else. But, yeah, here's my thing on it, Terrence. Um, when it comes down to it at the end of the year, and I don't know if my, my – and I doubt Notre Dame would be in the playoffs this year. I'm sorry, this has no relevance on me. Uh, I want to see the best four teams in the country, the, the best four football teams in the country, with no off-the-field incident uh, ruining that. I, I would have hated the Florida State to lose the other night and then James Winston come back, and they legitimately be, when he's on the field, one of the best four teams in the country, and us not get to put them in the playoff because of that. Um, so if they're just beat, I want it to be with him on the field. It's just, that's just – and I have I have no dog in the hunt when it comes to Florida State. Uh, I don't pull for them or pull against them. But, uh, you know, to me, obviously they're the reigning national champs. They they won it with him at quarterback. And I kind of hope if they don't defend their title that somebody takes them down with him at quarterback. That's going to be my Irish. I don't know. <laughs> I hope. But uh, I, I, if they would lost the other night, I think it would have just – it would have made a situation where you, you let's just say that Auburn goes undefeated and wins the national title. Mm-hmm. And the Florida State, then the Florida State finished number five after after going 11-1 with, with Jameis at quarterback. You would have had people talking, even with our playoff now. You'd still have people saying, well, Florida State was really the best. Did you want that? I wouldn't want I would. I, I don't want to hear that. I want to hear that who won the playoff was the best, and that was it. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, no doubt. And our Bears, man, our Bears play tomorrow night. They keep getting all these primetime games, and <laughs> Cutler. Yes, sir. <laughs> the liver. Hey, Jay, that, Jay, but... Jay pulled us out the other night. <laughs> he pulled us out in the end zone, but uh, you know, as far as in, 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 the, in the red zone, he did well. But it, it, and I hate to I hate to hate on Cutler, but if you look at his numbers, he wasn't great. I mean, he, I think if I'm not mistaken, he was 16 for 34 for a buck 76 last last Sunday. Uh, right. He threw three touchdowns, no picks. But don't even uh, I'll go ahead and tell you, I ain't thrown a football in 15 years. But if you give me Alshon Jeffrey and Brandon Marshall, I'll look pretty good in the red zone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, those guys are those guys are pretty good. <laughs> Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, hey, listen, Jay, 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 Jay's gonna be challenged tomorrow night because uh, our receivers are banged up. They can't run right now. Both Marshall and Jeffrey have have uh, injuries. Um, they, while the Jets' corners aren't necessarily doing great, they have one of the best blitz schemes in the, in the entire NFL and one of the best front fours in the entire NFL. So, with that said, you're looking at probably no running game, and you're looking at pass protection issues with no receivers being able to run. We'll find out again if Jay can win tomorrow night. I might get on the Cutler bandwagon because that's going to be a tough one. <laughs> well, if uh, if you don't mind, can I ask you for a prediction? Well, uh, what you think 
might be the, the, the final outcome of it? If, if, if my life was on the line, I would say that the, I would say <laughs> the Jets are going to beat the Bears 23-13. to 13. Um you know, and I'm a huge Bears fan, but I try to be realistic, just like I'm a huge Notre Dame fan. But I try, I try to be realistic with it. Of course, hey, I would have picked the 49ers last Sunday. So, <laughs> so, hey, hey, you, you, no pick is for 100 percent sure. I would pick the Jets if it was my life on the line. What do you think? Yeah, I, I would pick the Jets just because they're playing at home, and and I can't get behind Cutlet because he's very volatile. Quarterback, he's up and down. Now, if he had a performance like he did last Sunday tomorrow night, then yeah, I'm probably gonna cut him for a little while. Because, <laughs> like you said, he has many weapons, and it shouldn't be any excuse for him not to deliver on a weekly basis. Everybody gonna have a bad game here and there, but delivering it when you need to. Delivering this time when the playoffs is on the line or the titles on the line. That's what I, I want to see that play last Sunday night. Not, I'm not, you know, I'm not calling yes, the regular season meaningful or whatever. Um, but I, I just want to see him do well tomorrow. And then that'll I, give I us. You know, I'm sorry. Oh, you can go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say I agree with you about your what you're saying. You know, him being inconsistent. That's probably my. That's probably the number one problem I have with Tucker. Just is our view of all positions. Where do you need consistency the most? Quarterback. I mean, even though mm-hmm. I know a couple shows ago we were joking, and uh, I, I, I I was talking about that at one time. You know, Trent Dilfer, quarterback from when he quarterbacked the Ravens. Uh, Trent Dilfer was nothing special by any means. But one thing you got out of Trent Dilfer was consistency. He was consistently above average. Uh, Alex Smith's another guy right now. He's consistently above average. I can deal with that because that way you know the rest of your team knows what you're going to have on a given night. You know that consistently this is the guy you're getting. With Jay Cutler, it's it's similar to bipolar. I mean, it's crazy. One game he's terrific, right. one game he loses it for you in the first quarter, and that's frustrating. Yes. It, it, it is very nerve-wracking <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> to see that, yes, but this week hopefully you know be two and one and continue the momentum ahead and try to get a playoff berth this year. Um, I sure hope so. I sure hope so. I, I you, speaking of quarterbacks, if you remember as a Bears fan. I see one of my favorite all-time quarterbacks back in the early 2000s. We had Jim Miller. Jim Miller, you knew what okay. you were getting with Jim Miller. Every game, you knew what you were getting with Jim Miller. Now he wasn't great, but we knew he wasn't going to turn the ball over. We knew he was going to allow our defense to be in it, and we knew that he was he was going to complete some passes. I mean, he was a, he was a decent NFL quarterback, and we made it to the playoffs. The Eagles beat us like a drum, but we made it. <laughs> you know, and that, I do like that. I like the quarterback. We know what we're going to get. I actually love Rick Grossman, even he was a five-time cut. <laughs> oh, Rick, hey, Rick, uh, yeah, unfortunately for Rick, he, he he had a rough go of it. And, of course, Rick was a little better than Cade McNann. I, I rem- I've been a Bears fan long enough to remember some of the <laughs> some of the worst picks we've ever had. Cade McNann was being one of them. And, and we go all the way back. I remember Peter Tom Willis and Steve Walsh. Oh, and, <laughs> hey, I remember a lot of better quarterbacks. So, Jay, you could do worse than Jay Cutler. I've seen him, but um, – just for 20 million a year, we got to get more than we're getting. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. 
Um, I know next next Saturday Auburn is going to be playing Louisiana Tech, and you did say Florida State is going to be playing Notre Dame next Saturday. No, that's not next Saturday. Next Saturday Notre Dame plays uh play we play North Carolina, but the Saturday okay. following, if I'm not mistaken, we play at at Florida State. And and to be honest, looking at Florida State's schedule, that's the only game they could even possibly lose. Okay. Um, with, and I say that with, with, with I'll, I'll preface that with the fact that Florida State is going to be a, they're going to be seventeen or eighteen point favorite on Notre Dame. So now, uh, you, it's going to be a tough tough game. Now, do you see this this North Carolina matchup being a trap game for Notre Dame? Are you trying to look for uh, ahead of of that game to Florida State? Do you see an uh, upset that could happen out of that one? I'll be honest with you. I, I I did see that until Saturday, and then I saw East Carolina drop seventy six on North Carolina. So, uh, <laughs> hey, I got a, I felt a little bit better about the game. But with that said, I still, you know, listen, every team has some pretty good players. I saw where even Purdue, we played Purdue a couple of weeks ago. They had two or three weapons. Every team has a couple of weapons, no matter how bad they are. Every team has a couple of right. weapons, some more than others. If Notre Dame doesn't show up, North Carolina has an up-tempo offense, and I like their head coach, Larry Fedora, uh, used to be at Southern Miss. They, they probably could do a couple things, but the, their problem is without it without having much of a defense and Notre Dame's strength is ever Elson, it's gonna be hard you know, it's gonna be hard to beat Notre Dame when, when you don't have a defense because we're gonna score. You know, so the the key to beating Notre Dame is gonna be is gonna be able to beat if you can slow Golson down, you might can beat Notre Dame. But uh, I don't see North Carolina mm-hmm. I now I say that, if no if North Carolina can beat them, they're nowhere near a top twenty five team. So it should in other words it shouldn't be a trap game. But you're you're right, I was I did think that because I thought North Carolina might be better and I saw East Carolina, and East Carolina is very good. Don't get me wrong, but when you mm-hmm. seventy six points, seventy six points, a lot of points. <laughs> you know, hey, that's that's a lot of points in Division One football. They, they gained over seven hundred yards of offense. I mean, so I, I I'm kind of thinking North Carolina may be down this year. Okay, now let's talk about the Streetlight Productions uh, recruiting. How's everything going for for this week? Oh, it, it, everything's terrific. Actually, I had a guy last week, and you know, a lot of times. Uh, people, people. A lot of times, people follow just the big boys as far as the recruiting goes, as far as the Alabama and the Auburns and who they offer. And uh, truthfully, doing what I do, there's over 800 programs in the country. 99%, I'd say 99.9% of kids are not Alabama and Auburn athletically that level. So most kids get get offered below that level. What I, the stories that I love to tell, uh, that I love to see and tell, and what makes me feel good about what I do is I had mm-hmm. a kid. From uh, Jacksonville, this is a good example. I had a kid from Jacksonville Christian two weeks ago. He signed up with me. Jacksonville Christian is in Dothan, Alabama. This kid's an offensive lineman named Rowan Godwin. And Rowan had no scholarship offers at all, not even one, from any school in America. And a week later, I sent his film out, and Rowan called me last Sunday night. He actually called me after me, and you had we had the, we had this show last Sunday night. He called to tell me the Army, which is a Division One school, had offered him a scholarship. And that's the story that. I love to see the kid he was excited just to be. And, and so that's kind of – that was my big news in this past week that I had a kid go from – he didn't even have a division. Cunnington had, hadn't even been interested in him. But, you know, the smallest person in the country didn't know who he was, and he uh-huh. called me excited as he could be because he just got a Division One scholarship off. But this is going to be worth, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars when it's all said and done. So I, that's the story that I love to, love to see, and that was probably my most uh, exciting, you know, thing I've seen this past week as far as – Offers coming in, he, that, mm-hmm. that definitely made my week. Well, Scott, I want to say uh, thank you for taking your time to, to call into the show. Um, we enjoy talking football with you every week, every Sunday night. Uh, you can find Scott Smith on Twitter at SLP Recruit. Uh, that's 
And he uh, also manages the Streetlight Productions, which is the football factory for recruits, NCAA, NAIA, JUCO, wherever your situation, we're here to help. You can contact him. He has his phone number and email address on there. Definitely check him out. He is the Jerry Maguire of recruiting. Get at him. <laughs> I appreciate the time. And like I said, I always enjoy the time with you guys, and I appreciate you having me on. Uh, no problem. Anytime. Uh, we'll talk again next next Sunday to see how our teams did. Of course, I know I'm not worrying about Auburn. Though. <laughs> hey, you got you guys are doing just fine. Y'all will keep making it. You, hopefully, you'll improve your run game before you before La Tech. But I think you'll be fine. Uh, you have a good night, Sharon. All right, you too. Thank you. <laughs> that was Scott Smith with Streetlight Productions. Um, you can check him out again on Twitter at SLP Recruit. Uh, he's uh, a great mentor, and he helps out a lot in this area in recruiting and beyond this area. Uh, he's definitely a, a, a straight-up guy when it comes to recruiting and, and talking football and, and life in general. So definitely check out Scott Smith. We're going to take a quick station break, and we'll be right back. You know, we've been going through this rough patch for a while now, and it's finally reached its breaking point. You want to leave, and I can't stop you if that's what you want to do. But I really don't want you to go. Maybe you'll understand it better if I say it this way. Forgive me for the things I've done Cause I didn't treat you like you were the only one And I don't want to lose everything that's mine I just hope and pray that I'm not out of time
Welcome back to the Live by Terrence show. This is T-Rex. We're definitely turning up tonight. We've got the Columbus-Georgia connection in about a couple of minutes. Uh, like I said, we, we got to check out the producers and DJs honors luncheon yesterday in Atlanta. And we actually had someone from the area that got honored uh, by the name of DJ Double O Key. He works at Foxy 105, so I definitely want to salute him. And we did get an opportunity to take pictures with him and also get to talk with him and also want to give a shout out to georgia she was in the building as well so we had had some um, some columbus love up in atlanta last last night and we're actually throughout the whole day for the bet weekend um, they did the taping of the hip-hop awards last night at the civic center and you'll definitely be seeing that in october on bet so you definitely got to check that out got to check it out but we're going to go ahead and start our interview off. Um, I, I guess that's coming up. He was born in Sumter, South Carolina, and he's raised in Seatown, a.k.a. Columbus, Georgia. Uh, he has a movement that's going on, uh, the Columinati movement down in Columbus. Uh, he he's definitely has his posts on the city as far as the culture, the music, and the people. I want to welcome Cadillac Trill to the show. How you doing tonight, sir? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. How you doing? Um, very blessed and highly favored, and I just want to say thank you for taking the time to, to call into the show tonight. Oh, yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Um, actually, we found you on, on Facebook, but you have this, this pretty large movement going on in Columbus. Uh, uh, can you tell us about that and how uh, the things you're doing as far as your music and, 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 and being a philanthropist in, in Columbus, how that's impacting Everyone in your area? Oh yeah, sure. Um it all it all started with a rap battle between uh two local artists named Mark Hall and Cash. And mm-hmm. once they once they did the battle, um I guess people thought there was still some bad blood between the two artists and you know, there was all love by the time it was the end of the show. So what I wanted to do was do a song with those two and another artist um, named Little Forty. And after I brought those three artists together, um, some other people caught word of it, and three artists turned into eight, eight turned into 16. So, <laughs> and once I, uh, so what I did was uh, I made two different beats, and, mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me, I made two different beats, I put eight artists on one, and, uh, and I put eight artists on the second uh, song as well, but we had some complications with one of the artists and ended up being seven. Um, I shot the first uh, video called The Coming, and my cousin Ray Baker shot the second video, which is called, um, was, oh, God, I can't remember the name of my own song. <laughs> <laughs> we had The Coming, and then we had The Takeover. And the original idea was to just bring together the different hoods in Columbus, Georgia. We had the, the south side, the west side, uptown, east side, what have you. And I made I'm sure I had somebody from every hood on there. And I, in a way, I was preaching unity. And I, but I wanted them to be themselves, you know, because I wasn't on some save the world type stuff going on because that isn't what they were on. But after right. getting put on the news and, and newspapers are trying to talk to us and everything, they kind of just put it out there that 
we were out getting ready to make positive music to, you know, try to influence the community to do better things. And I was like, uh, when y'all hear that song, y'all going to be like, what are they talking about? You know? <laughs> so, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and, it's, and it's not it's not necessarily a bad song. It's just they're all on the coming. They're all pretty much talking about themselves and how they interact in their hood because everybody on the video was in their hood. And now, on the uh, second song, The Takeover, mm-hmm. is pretty much the younger generation and we had uh we had two veterans on there. Uh one of them passed away recently, rest in peace highway. And we had another veteran called C Black who's with Team Cho Chase and the uh the rest of the guys are pretty much newcomers and I wanted to help them get out there as well because 'cause we're all supposed to be basically just coming together to help each other get into the industry. Right. Now with this movement and everything, how, how has it affected you all positively and also the surrounding areas? And, and also, where are you looking to take um, the production that you are putting together? Um, it's actually had some really, really positive effects because there has been a few beefs that were going on that have been squashed. And my whole goal was to, because like, it seemed like everybody in Columbus is on their own agenda, and then it's this whole crab-in-the-bucket mentality I'm trying to get rid of in the city. And when I talked to my cousin and I told him, I said, hey, this is the idea that I have, and he said, you know what, run it. Let's see how far we can take it. And, you know, and he just he opened the studio up to me. I could come up there anytime I wanted to. He didn't charge for any music or studio time or anything because he really wanted to see the city change for the better, especially in the entertainment industry, because everybody knows the entertainment industry can be very cutthroat. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, indeed. So we're, we've been trying to, you know, show people that every hood can come together. Like, my inbox and phone and everything has been blowing up since day one, and they everybody wanted to get on the album, which is done, by the way. We're just putting the finishing touches on it, mixing it down, mastering it and everything. And um, everybody been trying to get on. I was like, man, I can't fit the whole city on the album. So um, <laughs> we, we did what we could. I got who I could on there for the first one. And, um, and, and I'm hoping that it's going to have, you know, a positive turnaround and people will see that, hold up, I didn't know these two were cool or – I didn't know all six of these guys get on one track and actually make a track together because, you know, in our world, you don't do music with people you don't like or people right. you're not cool with. That's just, you know, that's just disrespectful. <laughs> you, don't, you don't act oh, yeah. like you like somebody just to get on the track with them and then later on go around and be like, oh, no, nah, that, that dude, they're a buster. So hopefully this will open people's eyes and show them that, hey, we can come together and, and, and work and get something done, you know, positively. Even if it's not the most positive music, they're not. It's not. They're not glorifying killing and all this other stuff. Because, as a matter of fact, one of the songs that we're in the process of doing a video now called "Right and Wrong," um, mm-hmm. that's actually a stop the violence song. And it was uh, what happened was uh, the, my friend Highway, uh, a guy, a guy rest his soul. Um, he actually purchased the track, and he got 
uh, Mark Hall, Go Getter, and Lil Forty to do the track, um, and the song is like sending shockwaves out right now. And, and once we finish the video, we're really going to start pushing it. Um, and we're going to do everything for free. We're not going to sell the album, anything. We're just going to have it up for download, print out some physical copies and pass them out and, and show them that we are trying to come together, to, you know, to make put Columbus on the map. Now, do y'all have a timetable for when, when the album is going to be released? Um, best I could say is very soon. <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm hoping I'm hoping for October, um, maybe mid October or maybe closer to the end because uh, my Ray told me he was almost done uh, putting a final mix on it, and then I'm gonna uh, give it to my uncle to master it up there at Patchworks in Atlanta, and um, and I know it's gonna be a fast turnaround with him, so I'm I'm thinking maybe mid or towards the end of October. Now. How does it feel to be able to overcome that stereotype where people say that hoods can't come together or people that don't like each other can't be on the same record? How does that make you feel, and 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 how does that serve as a motivation that you can use to influence not just Columbus but all other cities, major cities, small cities, and, and, and pretty much everyone across the globe? Because you know there's a lot more violence and everything going on, and 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 see what you're doing is is something that's very rare. And, and you just really, you really don't hear about that. Y'all were hearing about, you know, the negativity of, of of music or negativity of certain cities or hoods or whatever. So how how does all this uh, make you feel and serve as a motivation for others? Oh, it's it's a very very good feeling, because um, I know with the way the media works, they're going to find the the most negative and dramatic way to put anything out and right. and if they don't have anything on you they won't show you so it's like we're trying to i guess kick the door down to show everybody that hey we are coming together we're not out here doing what they're what the stereotype is you know we're not game banging and the guys who are game banging they're not at each other's throats right now it's all about getting this money and getting out there and showing folks that we all can make money it ain't just to the, I guess, the moguls. I mean, don't get me wrong, Jay-Z, mm-hmm. DMX, Russell Simmons, um, Jermaine Dupri, name them. You know, they all paved the way for us to get out there and get it. But now we're showing them that, hey, even though we don't have all the money that you have, we still have the talent, and now we finally have the resources to make a difference because Columbus itself has a very bad rep when it comes to music or coming together and and that's the we're trying to shatter that all together so that hey there are people here willing to work with each other. Mhm. Now I know not only do you you do production um and you also you know you you deep in the the music industry. You also have the the Catavision TV that that we, you can find on YouTube. So you, I know, I know yes, you have sir. a passion for uh, photography and videography. Uh can you tell us about about the Catavision TV and how you are using that message to uh, to put into that production as well. Yeah, um, I'm actually doing uh, making a lot of changes to the channel because um, I'm really trying to, I guess, improve my image. And I just actually deleted like 25, 30 videos I had up there. I'm trying to leave more positive videos, and okay. because I, I didn't realize what kind of impact it was making. 
Um, so uh, I put up the, the the coming, which is one of the tracks we have out now and the, one of the videos we have, but I made sure I put the edited version up there now, and I still kind of put, like, parental advisory or whatever to let people know, hey, I mean, it's entertainment isn't for children, but it is the edited version just in case there are young ears around. You know, we're, we're trying to be considerate of other people as well. But um, I, I have, like, all sorts of things on there. I have video games. I have music videos. Um, okay. Live performances, everything on there now. Yeah, I, I enjoy channel. Uh, what, what, what topics do you cover on your channel? I'm sorry? I guess we had a little culture. I really enjoy the channel. What's some of the topics that you cover on, on your channel that you have on too? Uh, one of the main topics I have is a show that I'm trying to put out called Caddy Views. And okay. basically what I do is I rate different mixtapes that are out there. And I'll, I rate them. I, I talk about the lyrics, the um the production, the album, the cover art for the album, um, everything. Because I'm like, people wonder why their music won't sell, and I basically give them my personal opinion on whether people are going to like it or not because some people, you know, judge the book by the cover. If your album cover doesn't look good, you can't have a little notebook sheet of paper torn off in the CD sleeve put and put, <laughs> you know, this is such and such and this is my album. You know, people right. don't look at it and throw it right back at you. You know, and and a lot of oh, people yeah. were trying to get record deals, and I'm like, well, the record deals now, you're gonna have to do pretty much everything yourself because they're only really handing out 360 deals, because um, that's the only way they can make their money now mainly. So, if you want them to invest in you, you got to show them that you're willing to invest in yourself before they put that money in you. So I tell them all the time, you know, pay for some beats. Go to a real studio. Don't just try to go in your closet and, and, and hit record and you sound all crazy at the end of the day. You know, right. get out there and do something with your talent. This isn't a hustle. This is passion. This is a lifestyle. So get out there and show these folks you really about what you're talking about on this music. And you can't. I, I, I try to let them have it, too. You know, like, hey, if you're talking about the same thing everybody else talking about, ain't nobody listen to you. Be original. You ain't got to turn up, turn up, turn up all the time or you know, talk about killing or hustling or glorifying drugs or something in that manner. Just get out there and make something happen and, and find something different to talk about because if you remember all the artists from back in the day, they were original. You, you right. never find anybody else to sound like Jay-Z. You're not going to find anybody else to sound like Tupac. You're not going to find anybody else to sound like Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg. Every one of them are very distinct. And nobody, you know, I mean, the game lacks originality now. And, and I guess that's part of what I'm trying to bring back because if you listen to the radio now, it's the same three, four songs being played over and over because those are the only songs that don't sound like everything else. Right. You're exactly right about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I miss I miss the old radio where you li- actually listen to conscious rap. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and, not, and not just... I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm wrong with turn up, turn up music, but I mean, that's all you normally hear. And you know that that does make money for the for the corporations and stuff, and and have a, a large following. But 
you're pretty much segregating the people that, that like that conscious rap or actually listen to somebody's story or what they're going through, and you get to hear it through their lyrics and music. A lot of that you can't find on, on uh, mainstream radio. Now, you had to turn to shows like this one or, or go on YouTube, go on your page, or, 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 yeah, or listen yeah, to it. It's, it's all, all underground. Yes. It's all underground. I'm to be in the club, in the car all the time. I want to be able to just ride out to some music as well and listen to some of the radio shows and what they got to talk about, too. So, uh, I don't know. I just... I'm just so tired of hearing the two words turning up all together. I just I, I just make a face every time I hear them. <laughs> oh, yeah, no doubt about that. Now, we want to check out this track called The Coming. Um, is, is there any other comments you would like to make about this track? Uh, That 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 track, it, it originally started with three people, and it turned into eight. And, and what I did was I pretty much picked out my favorite local rappers, I um, know some other guys I wanted on there, but I, I didn't get a response from them in time. So um, mm-hmm. I just grabbed who I like, and and it seemed like everything just came together. We we didn't put it in a specific order or anything. Everybody just kind of went in there and rapped. So I was like, okay, sounds good, you know. <laughs> and and recording the video, like we had like eleven, twelve different locations, and and it was a, we we went through a lot. We felt like we felt like something evil out there was trying to keep us from putting it out because we lost a hard drive to it and lost footage oh, and, and, and people started getting <laughs> mad at each other and everything, but everything came together and we finally had something to put out. And once we put, we had an album, not an album, a video release party and a lot of the people that we heard was talking about us were some of the same people who paid to get in to see this video when it dropped. So and and seeing all these different faces out there, I ain't even gonna lie, I got a little emotional out there. And I was like, yes, you know. <laughs> and and it was, it, I we went through a lot with this track, to be honest. <laughs> and, oh yeah. And in the end, I felt like it was it was worth it. Oh, most definitely. Well, we're gonna check out the coming. You're on the Live by Terrence show with T Rex and Cadillac Trill. We'll be right back.
playing with me, you're bound to lose, so get used to it. First off, gotta pop this off, I tell everybody I love my city. From the good to the bad, the friends to the past, even the haters that's in it. They call me Player Hershey, I, play I scream Columinati. Everybody like, what that is? Hold up, let me tell you about it. It's about us coming together to work towards the goal. Get up off the side street, get on the main road. You better pay attention, it's a brand new day. I'm the first one to say it. You can't fail gangster without me. Don't play this. See, I leave. If you ain't heard of me, I'm in a room, it's an emergency. You ain't on goons, gon' need a nurse to pee. It's tunes with hieroglyphics that is written. I will murder heat. Who comes with ludicrous thoughts and little fate of the certain piece? Don't get it wrong, and it's on this song. Who spit a verse to be? No beauty. More like Call of Duty. And we all on the same team. Illuminati got the same dream. I'm so chased on my gangrene. I'm a 96 bull, I was made king, so she thanked me. Still keep it cool like a brain freeze, not making where you can't breathe. Illuminati, like Hillary and the Nazis. Who wanna crack up the party? My n- catch some crap. You be at the house playing yacht. Kid it be L I F O O, aka G folk. The game like a free coat. We just type to come knock on your door when you answer with this and the shot to the people. Bingo. I'll pull up on your block like Debo. Organized crime, so I might get a Rico. Then pull up on your bitch, get some deep though. Y'all already know how we roll. We the best, no DJ Kelly. You know I'm trained for one. My project used to be Barry. My smoke is the county. United we stand, divided we fall. We doing this shit for my city. It's all for one, no nothing at all. We showing you miss, no pity. We coming together and leave by a No anna, we raising the standards. Surrounded by Kuma Manati. Oh, it's an emergency, we coming for the take. I see death around the corner, but he won't look me in my face. The rap game is now ours, so why you trying to get it back? We said the love that you hate I'm representing from East Winton up the wheel side. Even when I die, that 2K hate gon' still ride. I ain't where I wanna be, so I'ma still grind. Cause I ain't from Brianna yet, so I'ma still grind. I got a couple subjects, I ain't tackle yet. These niggas ain't no master yet, they say no. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, y'all. The coming. We got Cadillac Trill on the line here. That song is jamming. Sure. You definitely got to follow him on Twitter at Cadivision. That's C-A-D-D-Y-V-I-S-I-O-N, the number one. So definitely follow him. Uh, Cadillac Trill, are there any shout-outs you'd like to give tonight? Oh, yeah. I got to uh, give out to the whole Kuhumanati fam. It's a bunch of us, so I'm not going to say a whole bunch of names. <laughs> um, all of them had my back since day one. They even fuss at me when I when I'm gone too long. I'm like, hey, you need to show your face, you need to do something. So <laughs> these these guys, I ride and die for them for real. Um, everybody in the Sea Town who've been supporting and showing love, and I mean, I know and I'm cool with everybody. I don't have not one enemy, and there's not too many people in Columbus who can say that. Uh, I'm I'm cool with everybody, even. I mean, I, I caught word that a few folks be talking behind my back, but if you don't have a few haters out there, you ain't doing your job. So. <laughs> oh yes, no doubt, no doubt. And uh, I have already plugged your your Twitter site and YouTube. Uh, are there any other social media sites or websites you would like to plug at this time? Uh yeah, I guess you can um you can follow me at uh Facebook dot com backslash uh, Caddy Vision Entertainment. Um, and you got to actually spell out entertainment. The, I don't know what happened with the ENT. They won't let me do it. But it's C A D D Y B I S I O N E N T E R. 
A I N M E N T. Yeah, it's a lot to type. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, yeah, no I doubt. Up various uh, videos, photos. My Reverb Nation is linked to it. Um, I just I got a lot going on right now, and and right now will be the time to go ahead and start subscribing to stuff because I'm about to hit social media with a lot of stuff back to back to back. Oh yeah, that's that's what's up. And Cadillac Trail, I want to say thank you for calling to the show tonight. Uh, it's definitely a blessing to have people like you on the show to inspire others. So you're welcome to come back anytime, and we definitely would like to hear the album um, once you drop it. Oh yes, sir. I would definitely keep you posted. And once again, I really appreciate you having me on the show. It feels good to know you know there's people out there listening and and following the movement. Uh, no problem, no problem. You have a good night, and we'll definitely stay in contact with you. Oh, yes, sir, we'll do. Thank you so much. That was Cadillac Trill, Columbus, GA, C-Town. We, we love going down there, hanging out. and um, We was down there last month for the uh, Jazz on the River, and then we're actually going to be back at the end of the month for that. I think it's September 28th. So we're going to be there right outside the Civic Center again for the Jazz on the River. Uh, definitely love being out there, listening to some good music, out there with, with my baby Wendy, and we're just having, having a good time. Um, we love going out and, and networking and, and meeting people and, and try to inspire people that, that has a talent. Uh, don't ever sit on your talent. You know, you only, we only have one life on this earth. You got a talent, a God-given talent. You definitely need to work on it, perfect it, pray about it. <laughs> we are at the top of the hour. We got one more guest coming on tonight, but I do want to give a shout out to DJ Alvin D. Uh, Alvin D. is DJing at the suite tonight, so definitely uh, to give him a shout out. Um, but in the next couple of minutes, we have we have another guest from Columbus, Georgia. Uh, can't wait to interview Baby J of Foxy 105. Uh, he's definitely doing big things um, in the Columbus market and beyond. So we're going to take a quick station break, and we'll be right back.
like the Cowboys about to go down, and then the analysts they were just just dogging on Dallas and everything. And, and I, I like I was I was actually happy that the Cowboys pulled it out because I actually want to see them build themselves back up to the way that they were as as America's team and and, and make the playoffs and, and make a run for it. Uh, they're definitely one of the historic franchises of the NFL. And I know every time yeah. uh, football season, I always see you um, tweeting or, or or Instagramming about the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I love my Cowboys, man. That's that's America's team. Everybody ought to get on get on that same bandwagon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. And I know I know their fan base. You either love the Cowboys, or either hate, or you hate the Cowboys because you know they're just the kind of team they they are. Just like the Yankees and Notre Dame, you know, in the in the other sports. So uh, definitely a salute that's right. to, to the Cowboys for for winning. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm a Bears definitely. fan. I'm a Bears fan, so. Uh, I I don't I don't know how we're gonna turn out this year. <laughs> oh, I know, right? Look, hey, we hey we play y'all later on this year too. Oh man, we we might have to make a little wager though. <laughs> yeah, look, look, you gotta get man. There's so many people want to do that. Thing. I tried it last year and I I punked out on it last year, so I couldn't do it. Because <laughs> they they got they got it handed to them, so I ain't want to mess with it, you know. Oh, yes, yeah, no doubt about that. But I just want to say thank you for uh, taking the time to call into the show. Uh, definitely a fan of yours on, on Fox 105. Uh, the first question I would like to ask you is, is how did you get involved in, in radio and, and how uh, do you use that talent you have to um, inspire and motivate others that, that is looking to uh, pursue a career in broadcasting? Well, I got I got into I got into radio um like just in high school, man, I used to get in trouble in, in high school a lot, man, just talking, running off at the mouth, doing stuff, you know, that I wasn't supposed to be doing. And uh, then, you know, just a just matter of matter of the, the, the lady that was there that was uh, related to me was like, look, you got to stop doing all this or, or we going to have to, you know, I'm going to have to keep t- stop telling your mom all this little stuff that you're doing. And so, you know, I just started, started doing announcements and stuff at school and, uh, a guy heard me doing the announcements and, you know, doing little voices and doing little things like that. And he said, hey, man, how would you like to get some money for doing this? And when I found out I could do that and get paid for it, I said, okay, then, well, let me straighten up. <laughs> went to Winston-Salem State, yeah, went to Winston-Salem State University and, uh, you know, took up mass communications and the rest is history, man. Oh, yes, no doubt, yep. no doubt. It's good. It's good to get paid to talk. That's definitely. Oh man, what it is! It is definitely a blessing that I am very thankful for. (laughs) Oh yeah, I know you're always um, posting inspirational pieces online. uh, You know, for people Mm -hmm. that uh, that that has faith and 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 follow that lifestyle. Um, How do you practice your How do you practice your faith by by doing the radio? Because I know. Uh, you interview all people, all walks of life. So how do you stay motivated and, and stay within your faith while you're doing your job? Well, it's just a you know just a matter of uh, this. This is what this is what I was called to do, man. Just doing my radio. You know, I wake up in the morning, I I get my meditation on. You know, I do my meditation and just you know go go throughout the day and just try to be that example. You know, for for everybody else that you know was. Is going through something because you know when one thing about when you're on the radio, no matter what you got going on, you know you have to let all that stuff go, 
and right. you know you just have you have to be that inspiration for somebody you know somebody might be driving in their car they just got fired from their job or whatever the case may be but you know they they flip their radio on to hear something that maybe they didn't know or or maybe they something that you know they didn't experience before or something like that and you just have to let them know about that just a little bit of time that you spend with me on the radio just want to make sure that you forget about maybe all the bad stuff that's going on in your life, man. I try to, right. I try to do that all the time. You know, when I'm on the radio, I have three objectives: inform, inspire, and entertain. And if I, if I feel like if I, if I can get you and and have you in my, in the, the surrounding of my voice, and I can get that out there, man, I've done what I'm supposed to do. Now, how often do you have people contact you or come up to you and say that just by hearing your voice on the, on the radio was was so so uplifting? You know, just like you were saying, somebody might have gotten fired or having a bad day, and then they hear your voice on the radio. How often do you mm-hmm. get uh, replies back from from your fans and supporters on 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 that? Oh, I mean, I get it. I get it a lot from time to time, man. You know, I just. Uh, uh, you know, it makes you feel good. I guess it is. It happens when it's supposed to happen. It's not like an like an everyday thing, but you know, every so often somebody say, "Hey, I know you. I know you. I know your voice. You're in the radio, aren't you?" And you know, just little stuff like that. You know, and and that that makes me feel good because it's like, okay, I did the right thing that day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, it makes it really makes you feel good. Now, by you being a sports fan. Ha- have you ever thought about doing any kind of um, sports broadcasting, or or maybe even do a dream announce announcement of a, a Dallas Cowboys game or something? Have you ever thought of that? Oh scenario? my goodness! <laughs> what? Yes, I have, man. I, you know, I've, uh, I, uh, uh, when I came here from South Carolina, I used to do uh, some sports stuff on one of the cable access channels. I would okay. do like some, not really color commentating, but it would be. You know, just like the little sports shows, and you would talk about and recap games and things like that, and just kind of give opinions. It was kind of like a roundtable type thing, and I had a and I had a good time with that. And I've had a a couple of chances to do some stuff. I used to work with the uh, NBDL, okay. and I was the like in the in court. You know, like when they would call timeout, I was the yeah. one that would have the microphone and would come out there and be like, you know, everybody makes some noise. Okay. And all that stuff. So I did. So I've done that before. But man, to call a Cowboys game, man, you better speak that into existence. I have a, I'd probably be crying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sitting there, oh, 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 I love the Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? I have a shit, man. <laughs> For if you real. had that opportunity, by you being a fan, would you be able to separate the personal feeling away from it, or would you had to had to go all out with that? Um, I, I probably could like after about 45 minutes, but for the first 45 minutes, <laughs> I'd be a little biased. Yeah, most definitely. Cause I mean, you know, it, it's just something about, it's just something about, you know, what, what, you know, even, even when you experience it's something about what we do that, you know, it's a lot of fun and everything like that, but also, you know, you can't, you can't do it without being at least a little bit of a fan of it. So, Right. You know, you try to get you got to get yourself out of that. Oh man, I can't believe I'm doing da 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 da. And once I get out of that, I'm good. But before then, nah, I'm a little kid in the candy store. You know. Oh yes, no doubt about that. 
Now, I know you had done many assignments. You said you've done uh, uh, games, well, uh, sports on uh, cable access and everything. What's one assignment that you have done that just sticks out in your mind and just and, and just make you just take a step back and be like, man, I'm so blessed in what I'm doing? Um, let's see. One, I once did a like two week, week and a half, two week um, stint in Germany with uh, media. I was part okay. of a media thing, and the uh, morning show that I was part of, we did uh, our show in Germany for two weeks, and we did it at Ramstein Air Base. Oh, wow. And to and to have you know have the tour of like launch stool and everything like that and where we did our broadcast we were on Ramstein Air Base but we were where all the uh, troops were coming from downrange so you know to be coming through there and be at the USO and everything and see those troops get off the plane as it's coming from you know Iran and Iraq and they've just done missions and haven't had any sleep for days or maybe even weeks or something like that. And just to be there, that kind of made me, you know, kind of, it kind of puts everything into perspective about, you know, how sometimes we come to work, we're like, man, I don't feel like being here today. This get on my nerves, but you know, (laughs) to be there and, and to see a military person that has just been, you know, fighting for the country for maybe over a week. And then as soon as they get in, they're happy to be back and, you know, just to go about their regular day. And then they find out that, like, you know, their grandmother passed or something like that right there, man. That stuff like that puts puts everything into perspective for you. And uh, I think that, that was, that's one that's really going to stick with me for for all this time, man. Oh, yeah, no doubt. You, yeah, it really makes you see don't sweat the small stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And that, that stuff is just so it's just so trivial to you because there's somebody else out there with a different battle. Yes, yes. You're speaking the truth. You're definitely speaking the truth. We're on the, on the air with Baby J from Fox 105 in Columbus, yeah. Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> now, you, you broadcast uh, 3 to 7 on uh, Monday through Friday. Is that correct? Yeah, well, yeah, uh, 3 to 7 Monday through Friday, and then 10 to 2 on Saturday, 10 a.m., 2 p.m. on Saturday. Okay, okay. And uh, how is everything going uh, with, with with the, the afternoon show versus doing oh, the morning man, show? I know, I know y'all was on doing doing the morning show before the uh, the breakfast right. club came on, and then y'all switched to afternoon. So how how is that transition working out for you? Oh, man, it's working out very good because, you know, me being the person that I've done – uh, I've done morning morning radio for pretty much all the time that I've been that I've been in radio, and mm-hmm. you know to get a chance to actually sleep in. Oh my goodness, man, that's one <laughs> of the best things going right there. You know, you know, because my my day would usually start at like three three in the morning, but now to oh, be wow. able to you know actually <laughs> stay up until three in the morning. Awesome, <laughs> you know what I say. I mean, you know, that's that's a beautiful thing right there, man. I really, I'm really thankful for it because you know it could have been worse. It could have been one of those. Well, yeah, we got this thing going on, so we're just gonna go ahead and let you go type deals. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, most definitely, definitely a blessing. And then also, oh, yeah. being in the afternoons, you can do those late night assignments and still get a good night's sleep, or a good morning sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed, you got that right, man. I sure take advantage of that. I mean, I still get up early, but but then after I get up, you know, I can I can at least go back to sleep and still be prepared. You know what I mean? Now, besides doing the afternoon show, are there any other projects that you are involved in that you can speak on, or are you just mainly um, just doing that, doing the work for Fox 105? 
Yeah, just just mainly that, just mainly that, and then just you know other other uh, community things um, from time to time. But yeah, Foxy is really my uh, my main focus, and making sure that uh, you know everything is is good in the afternoon and everything's going the correct way, man. You know, I'm I'm open to a lot, but I stay concentrated on certain things more than others. You know. Oh yes, and um. We 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 went to the uh, the BET weekend events yesterday, and Fox 105 was definitely well represented at the producers and DJs honors luncheon. DJ Double O yes, Key, indeed. Georgia Big shout out Bill. to the homie. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh, yes. Uh, so, so you yes, all very well represented, and so congratulations <laughs> to Double O Key for that. We was actually looking for you. Uh, we asked Georgia about you. We was like, where's Baby J? <laughs> oh, man. See, I, w- I wish I could have made it, man. But, you know, sometimes you got to uh, you gotta run that thing from the – run it from the other way. So I just – I decided to pilot the ship this time. <laughs> uh, no doubt. Definitely understand that. Uh, the, the last and question – wanna... and, then, and then, too, me and, my, me and my girlfriend had gone to Miami, so I figured I'd stay in Columbus. <laughs> oh, man. Must be nice. Must be nice yeah, to be baby man. Man. <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, that's what's up. <laughs> now, one one last question I want to ask you. Uh, during the afternoon okay. show with Georgia, how has that show impacted not only uh, Fox 105, but the community of Columbus and the surrounding areas? Um, I think what it is, it's uh, you know, it's a it's a different sound, it's a different uh, different type of feel to everything because you know, um, Georgia and I, either we've only we've only been here now for a little over a year, but you know, we know that before that it was uh, Michael Soul that did it uh, for for a number of years, and I think you know we just bring a different a different sound to it um, than what was there before. You know what I mean, and you know we we try to concentrate on uh, doing a lot of stuff, doing a lot of stuff community-wise, but um, you know the sound is just just a little more. I don't know because it's, it's hard to explain because of the fact that radio has changed so much over maybe I'll say like the past three four years. You know, with a lot of times now it's all about PPM, which means like personal people meter. So. You know, it's like people are more concentrated on how long are you listening to something instead of how often and how much and things like that. So, you know, we come from uh, those markets that have kind of that PPM feel. So our style of doing radio is just a little bit different than uh, what's been there before. Okay, okay. And then also, are are, are there any shout-outs you'd like to give out tonight? Oh man, just uh just shouts to the to the everybody listening, man. I appreciate I appreciate the time, you know what I'm saying? And all my all my Foxy one oh five family, you know what I mean? That's that's about it, man. I'm just, you know, humble dude, happy to be doing what I'm doing and you know, leaving leaving public now with my lady and just chilling. <laughs> you know oh, yeah. what I mean? That's about it, man. You know, I I'm not one of those real real flashy people. I'm just thankful to do what I do. And uh, you know, any time somebody takes time out and, and says, "Man, I want to highlight you and talk about what you do," I just always appreciate it. Well, we definitely appreciate you and, and, and you taking your time on the, on a Sunday night to, to call into the show. It's definitely a blessing to have 
people like you on the show as always and 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 thank you for all you do for Fox 105 and for the community in the surrounding areas. Um definitely would love to have you on again. Um, we we okay. can connect connect again and you know talk about more yeah. about the Cowboys and sports and Yeah, everything. you know that's what I was and how how'd you guess that's what I was going to say we talk about that butt whipping them Cowboys getting bears. Yeah, I ain't no oh, man. <laughs> we're going we're going to make a wager. We're going to make a wager. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm going to have my fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely Sounds be in good contact to me with though, man. Oh yes. We already know. We already know what the outcome gonna be, but we're gonna be in contact with you regarding that game and 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 more things. <laughs> okay, sounds good to me, man. I appreciate it. Uh, no problem. And Baby Jane, thank thank you so much for for calling to the show tonight. All right, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you. Uh, no problem. That was Baby J. You definitely can check him out on Twitter at Radio Baby J. He's definitely doing big things. Cowboys fan, diehard Cowboys fan, I'm telling you. I'm happy that they won today. Hopefully my Bears can win tomorrow. Already I'm still celebrating the Auburn victory from Thursday, even though they struggled a little bit. But, hey, it happens. It happens to the good teams, happens to the bad teams. It's just the way sports is and it's just the way life is. We have good days and bad days. You just got to learn how to overcome. And Baby J is definitely an inspiration and we'll definitely be in contact with him. Well, we got some more music coming up. Uh, we definitely met some great people yesterday at the BET Weekend uh, for the Hip Hop Awards that went down in downtown Atlanta. I mean, it was so much stuff going on. You had the Music Midtown going on at Piedmont Park. You had the award show going at the Civic Center. And I had the Producers and DJs Award. I mean, not award, it was an award. Um, luncheon at the Vibe Restaurant and we had we had a ball. We had a blast. So, uh, got on a Ferris wheel. Well, we didn't get on a Ferris wheel. Uh, uh, our daughter and, and son-in-law got on the Ferris wheel. But me and my lady, we took a little carriage ride. The first time I've ever been on a carriage ride. I, I actually enjoyed it. Uh, I definitely got to do it again. It was a beautiful night in Atlanta. I was kind of thinking it was going to rain. Well, it, it kind of felt like it was, but perfect weather. Perfect people had a great time. Ran into a ma- magician down in uh, Atlantic Station. Uh, still trying to figure out how he made these quarters and stuff disappear and appear in other people's hands and stuff like that. Just, just don't get it. Uh, I, that's one thing I kept talking about. And then, of course, <laughs> the late night bonanza at Club Obsession. We was there for. It was almost like we was putting in a, a work shift. We was there. Probably about six, seven hours, <laughs> but hey, we still got it though. Me and my baby got it. We, we, we was on the middle of the dance floor, doing all the dances that everybody else was doing. So it felt good to be out there dancing with my my lady, not giving a care about what people say or what they thought about our dancing. I know we did a great job. <laughs> I heard we was getting Snapchat and, and everything else going on last night so it was definitely in the building live by terrence was represented very well in the city of atlanta our reverb nation numbers indicate that we're number three in the nation now and also number eight in the world we definitely got it we're definitely doing big things with that we got a single human nature the ghost hack remix pick it up itunes 
uh, Spotify. You can go to any of those Amazon, go to any of those sites, uh, purchase it, download it. Definitely support the movement that we have going on. But we're gonna play a couple of couple of songs from people that we bumped into over the weekend, and we, we told them we was gonna get them a little shine on, on the show. So we're gonna play a song by Major. It's called Money Dance. Actually, the song feature Kevin Gates on it. So definitely salute to him. And Major was 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 definitely promoting Major. Where he had a van with with a nice wrap around. He had his big old cardboard cutout on just posted out there downtown Atlanta. So he definitely was was on his promotional grind. So we're gonna check out Major with Money Dance. We'll be right back. Club, don't have money, dance. 
Look at the flick of that wrist. Catch and play. Catch and play. Oh. I woke up feeling like I was on the moon. I woke up feeling like I need a honey go. Look at the flick of that wrist. 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 I woke up feeling like I was on the moon. I woke up feeling like I need a honey goat. Some niggas in my sleep trying to catch a beat. Some bitches in my sleep trying to fuck a free. Catch it, play on these niggas. Touch down. I'm my own quarterback. Put my team on. Look shit read. That's all I see. Look at the flick of that wrist. Got them on me. On C, nigga. On C, nigga. California loud. Got me lit, nigga. I'm the shit, nigga. Take a bitch, nigga. You better duck, fool. Boy, you get hit, nigga. Catch and play. Catch and play. Oh. I woke up feeling like I was on the moon. I woke up feeling like I need a honey go. Look at the flick of that wrist. 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 I got a bad bitch, seen like she ready. Hit her with that fork, now she screaming and she yelling. Walking wet, wheelies in a fresh pair of Giuseppe. Watch a nigga drill, chopper, make a nigga flip, flip. bitches on a nigga, boy, you swear I was a pimp. Red on the bottom, my kitty, kitty. I'm flicking my wrist. I'm flipping my bitch like a brick. Nigga, drip, drip. I'm catching plays, chilling with my youngest. I'm on 10, with about 10. Full of flies in my stomach. I rock Dita, rock a rolling. Call my jury, cost a hundred. Call a nigga, brain, salt, not heat. Welcome back to the Live by Terrence show. This T-Rex. That was Cheddar the Connect with Flick of the Wrist. Definitely got to give him a shout out. Uh, we, we copped that CD yesterday at the the DJ's, or the, the producer and DJ's honors luncheon. And also Major. Uh, I'd like to thank both of those guys for allowing us to play their music. Definitely check check those guys out. Uh, we just sent out a tweet. Um, if you follow the Live by Terrence, you can definitely pick up the tweet there on how to get in contact with those guys. Definitely get a shout-out to, to all our listeners and followers. And, um, 
from you know on the show, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Also tune in Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> We're about to close out tonight's show. It's definitely been been a blessing to broadcast on another Sunday. Two weeks from today, we got DJ Who Kid coming on. We're definitely gonna be turning up with him. We got we got a lot to talk about. He, he's doing major major things in in the music industry. I just want to say, everybody, be safe and have a good night. Fall is here. You definitely can tell it in the in the in the weather. It's starting to cool off now. Those bones are starting to ache. <laughs> And then I just had a big old bug fly on top of my head. <laughs> so I guess it's time to close out the show. Well, yeah, I'm going to close out the show with, with my homeboy, CDP. Being an Auburn fan, you know, we, we doing, we're doing some big things. I hope we can keep continuing rolling along through the college season. The season doesn't last long. That's one thing I'm, I'm disappointed with, with about the season. We wait nine months or eight months. For the season to come back around and then the season was gone and within three to four months, just like that. CDP actually has a video shoot coming up October the fourth in Auburn, Alabama, for the LSU game. He's going to be shooting a video for this song we're about to play. Uh, actually, a song that's going to take us out tonight. It's called the Auburn Tailgate Song, featuring T Ham. T Ham celebrated his birthday last night at the Balcony Bar. I hope everything went well and he was turned up. I just celebrated a birthday back on Thursday, and we definitely have been turning up ever since Thursday, and we're going to be turning up again next next week as well. Yeah, it, it's like it's never going to end. <laughs> I'm ready for my baby birthday birthday to come around, because our birthday is, is around Thanksgiving, so whew, got a lot coming up during, during that time there. Well, I want to thank you all for tuning in. You can definitely check out this broadcast and all the other previous 300-plus episodes at www.kingofundergroundmedia.com, or you can go on Blog Talk Radio, search Live by Terrence. Search us on Facebook, the Live by Terrence Show. You can follow the Live by Terrence Show at Live by Terrence, and also the admin and editor, editor, of the Live by Terrence show, Wendy Renee. You can follow her at underscore W-R-E-N-E-E. Definitely look her up. She's the love of my life. She's my equal, my right-hand woman. She definitely keeps me in line and keeps me straight and narrow. She's a God-given blessing, and I will love her to the day I die. And I hope that'll be 200 years from now. When the good Lord called me home, so that'd be 236 years old. And even then, when I die, I'm gonna leave a love, my love for her here. <laughs> if I go first, but anyway, I want to say good night, everybody. Definitely tune in next Sunday. We got more guests. We got Scott Smith. Scott Smith, thank you so much for uh, being part of the show. Talking about football, love talking about college, the NFL, and also high school. Recruiting, definitely a blessing. Everybody that's part of the show is a blessing, not only to me, but to everyone else. You all have a good night. War Eagle. See Ham on the track. You know.